Recording. <laughs> All right. You're so excited. You can't take it. I know. I'm so excited for this. You're like losing your mind. <laughs> <laughs> I am. It's... I love grown men that have, can't like keep it together because of Christmas. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast where old friends get together to bear their souls. Laugh so hard they almost pee themselves. And talk about all the stuff that makes life worth living. And some things that don't. It's, it's let's, let's get, get a drink, drink sometime. sometime. It's you know I'm always I'm 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 different because I'm I'm not religious and you know um, but Christmas is still a time of family and togetherness and and also and I've always had happy Christmas memories for the most part. Yeah. And uh, and yeah, that's that's I don't know and I think the whole point of the episode what we have going on is uh, on the agenda is uh it's just exciting to me because there's there's going to be some uh some hate going on and then some uh drama yeah some drama and then we're gonna we're gonna have dramatic that's what i'm saying (laughs) yeah and then we're gonna have some uh pedantry which i thrive in um i literally there's an old quote from one of our are I mean Amy and I's friends um Mickey she used to tell me um don't logic me to death because that's that's apparently what I do I logic people to death well there's nothing logical about what's about to happen here so (laughs) everything is unlogical when Sam gets in his Christmas mood (laughs) all hell breaks loose Right. Just like the movie announcer that did die hard. <laughs> All right, so welcome to the show. My name is Sam. I'm Angela. And today we're going to, actually, I'm not even going to say that. Today we are recording the 2020, let me start over, the Let's Get a Drink Sometime 2020 Winterfest Spectacular. Legend, legend. Legend, legend, yes. I'm... And hopefully next year we will come back with another one and another one after that. It's going to be awesome. Think of the possibilities. Oh my goodness. So we have a lot to discuss today and this is going to be our most uh, structured episode ever because we won't have any time for waffling, Angela. None. No waffling. No waffling. No, no, no. Well, no. Like, we're (laughs) little waffling. Yeah, no, we are. They'll they'll probably be some waffling, but... Some waffling. We are who we are. (laughs) We're doing the fucking show notes, though, damn it. We have our show notes up. It is the first time that we have ever had two pages of show notes. Oh, my God. This is is part of Sam's dramatics. Here we are. (laughs) I'm like, let's just go with it. Like, <laughs> I'm like, yes, no. I'm like, really big belief systems and what's about to happen here. I have so many ideas and thoughts. For someone that is has no religious intake whatsoever, <laughs> right? This is big, huge, huge. All right. So first off, what are you drinking? I, okay, so my last name is Colby. Yeah. Um, and I went to the store and I got, you know, as you said so beautifully this past week over text, the queen of a red blend. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, this is like, I'm branding myself here. Like, I feel yeah. really good about this. Um, it was $11.99. And this, nice. this particular Californian 2016 red blend, I'm trying to talk about it like you do, is called Colby Red. Can you flip and believe it? So, like, what does that what does that mean for the wine? It has a really cute, simplistic label, just a wine glass with a heart. And, okay. Um, the back of it is this darling story, and you know it's funny because I didn't buy it for this, but I'm so glad I bought it. And now, like, and now it has this like great um, cause marketing story next to it. So it says, just prior to his tenth birthday, Colby Groom underwent back to back open heart surgeries. In um. 
um, inspired to raise awareness, Colby and his dad, notable winemaker Dale Groom, created Colby Red. As a way to raise funds for heart-related charities, Colby is now a seasoned volunteer supporting heart health throughout North America. And there's this gorgeous picture of him speaking, and it's his dad's signature and his signature. Um, Colby Groom, at 12 years of age... Um, went to his, gave his first speech and, um, it's a little bit, it's not, gave us, I don't, I need glasses and, um, and donation from the proceeds of Colby Red Wine. Um, Colby Red has proudly raised and donated over like a million dollars. Yep. ColbyRed.com guys. Wow. I know. I know. It's a delicious red blend too. It is delicious. I recommend everyone go buy this bottle of wine, and you're doing a good thing by drinking it. Who who um who makes it? Or is it just Colby Red? Is that the the? That's the label in the front, okay. Colby Red. Um, yeah, Colby Red wines. Okay. Yeah. That's awesome. It's in yeah. the Christmas spirit. Do something for others. Do something for others. You know, this um this wine will um be frequented. And I'm excited that I got to find it because it, you know, is my name and that yeah. it's, you know, bigger than myself. So ColbyRed.com. Do it, guys. I'm going to try and find that at, um, at, our, at our local liquor store. That'd be, yeah. uh, that'd be cool. Yeah. I'm, a really, I'm a really big fan of wine. I don't drink a lot of it, but I'm always looking, especially reds. I love a blend. I love a red you, blend. The queen of blends. The queen of red blends. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So guess what I'm drinking? A beer that is the size of your fucking face. (laughs) Yeah, I was, I was. Yes, sis deeds. What are you drinking today? (laughs) So, you know, I wanted to get something Christmassy for the Christmas episode, and I went to uh, this this local. It's kind of like a a new age general store. Yeah. And I found it is literally a mini keg. Like I had to vent it and pull out the the tap and stuff. And it is 1.32 gallons. I will not be drinking all of that tonight, or else this episode will be horrible. Please um, don't drink it all tonight. <laughs> I want to um, live through these moments and remember them fondly. But it's it's by Breckenridge Brewery in Colorado. I've had uh, a lot of their beers before. They're a great brewery. It is a mini keg of their Christmas ale. And it's pretty, I haven't had this before. It's pretty good. It's pretty mild. Like, um, any beer drinkers out there, it almost tastes like it was, it's a nitro beer, but I don't think it is. Uh, but it's, it's very smooth. It's very roasty and it's it's just, it's just a nice, it's just a nice little, you know, wintry ale that you can just sip on. So to the other people that aren't beer drinkers, does that make at all sense to you? Because I'm telling you right now, it makes zero sense to me, but I'm sure it's delicious. Yeah, it's so, so real quick, because we're waffling. We're We're waffling. We're We're waffling. So nitro beer. Someone call us out on our socials. (laughs) (laughs) A a nitro beer is is carbonated through night. I'm probably going to get this all wrong. Um, nitrogen or nitrous oxide or not nitrous oxide that's explosive but it's like have you ever had a guinness Mm -hmm. okay so a guinness i don't think it's a nitro beer but that sort of it's like half carbonated if that makes sense like it tastes like it's not fully carbonated right that's what nitro beers taste like to me and my wife and other people i know so it doesn't have like a heavy sort of or a normal carbonated feeling to it mm-hmm. um but it's still pretty good it's 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 good it's a nice beer and then i have 1.32 gallons to drink okay. that's tonight. yeah yeah you're gonna spread that over the course of days probably two yeah oh my god <laughs> no no no, no. I, uh, I i get into like like glass two of wine and you know I'm done. The podcast turns very yeah. mushy. <laughs> I'm 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 a big fella. I don't mean I don't mean I'm like. Well, I am kind of chunky. You're not fat. Uh, you haven't You're seen me recently. Fat. I I um, see you all the time. You're not fat. 
I just don't I'm, see you in person. Yeah. I'm, I have to be the one to say this because if you say you're not fat, then you're just it's awkward, you know, but I'm right. telling you're not fat. I'm I'm a little on the chunky side, but I'm six six and you're so You're American, okay? You're there's a, <laughs> your whole body. That's that's not a good thing. Americans are fat. You're We're the fattest not, nation in the world. You're not fat. Um anyway, um, was it wasn't anyway. Um you need the attention. I'm just trying to feed your ego. It's fine. Oh, okay. oh well, that's nice. <laughs> Let me you, flatter you some more. <laughs> You're oh, very gosh. good looking. You um you made the nicest family, and uh, you're like I don't know. You guys are like the like that beautiful family, you know, and that always looks good in pictures together. And you're all like geeky I, over beer, and like I was everyone not looks fishing pretty all for the any time. sort of compliments. Well, I'm just saying, like, you know, if we're gonna go down the road, we might as well complete the whole picture. Have a look at like oh, his gorgeous goodness. family. It's ridiculous. Okay, uh, now I'm just getting embarrassed, and we're gonna move on to our our one of our. We're waffling. We're waffling. We're making yeah. Sam blush. Right. <laughs> I'm glad we don't have video yet because. I would probably look very plushy. Look out 2021. We're going to have to be at 11 o'clock at night on Sundays. Like I have to put on makeup. So like, (laughs) 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 all right. So our first topic on the docket, go, go. What are your family's traditions? And I don't mean like, you know, getting a tree. Like, of course, everyone kind of gets a tree. Um, but you know, do you have any like, like, uh, I don't know. What are your traditions? Just, just let's just leave it at that. Let's go. Um, uh, I mean, okay. So I've been living in Australia for five years, so like, it's really different than what you would do here. Like that's a, it's hot during Christmas. Yeah, I was going to say just the weather itself is, is complete opposite. Literally. Yeah. You have shrimp and seafood and you, you, (laughs) you go to the beach. It's a beach day. Um, and, um, you know, like you can't get a tree. I mean, you can get a tree, but the pine needles like are like a three days you have that thing and it's dying. Cause it's just like the thing is sweating to death. Um, and so like we ended up having a fake tree there. Um, and you know, we decorate it like any family. Um, we never quite got the right star. So Mira's been making them out of, um, paper for as long as I can remember. Um, why don't you talk about your tree and then we'll go on to other things. Art, my art tree. So I guess for the past, like, um, my wife and I've been married now for 14 years. Oh my God. And probably the last seven or eight, maybe six, we've been cutting down our own Christmas tree. And there, there's a lot of tree farms around here. We've even gone to uh, North Carolina to get one last year. Um, but it, it's it's just cool. It's you go to a tree farm and they're overpriced because you know all Christmas trees are overpriced. Um, but that's that's not the point. You you kind of make a make a day trip out of it and you go and you walk around a field or a mountaintop and you're looking at Christmas trees and you get a saw uh. and, and you know you you cut it down yourself and it's just it's just really fun. We've done that for several years now and we've had a blast and it's, it's more of like an experience than, you know, going to like Home Depot or Lowe's and just be like, Oh yeah, that one leaning up against a two by four next to the poinsettias. Um, it's just really cool. We, we cut down our own Christmas trees. That's awesome. I've never yeah. done that before actually ever. You should, you, you see, you live in an area of the country where you get, you probably have a lot better options for trees. Five foot two, three quarters. Yep, I'm gonna definitely cut that thing down. Single mom, I can see it happening for sure. What? <laughs> Wait, I missed something. What are you? Talking about? Are you talking about like cutting us cutting down our own tree? Yeah. I can't do that. Oh, I believe in you. I am women, a tough bitch. Women are just as capable as men as using tools. That's true, but like just yeah. the epic strength of like sawing something down and lugging it down the hill. Oh, I mean, okay. I mean, usually there's people there, like you, you saw it down and then you can call someone like, Hey, this is my tree. Like okay. I'm, so I'm there's just, like assistance. 
Yeah, I'm just an ogre. I can just pick up shit and carry it places. <laughs> I know. So, but we have it, pictures of you picking up me. Like yeah. I'm not worried about the tree. <laughs> so, like, there's you shouldn't be afraid of of carrying a tree. You don't have to carry the tree. You just gotta. You don't even cut it down for you. Like you just like this is mine. It's just a cool. Go out there, go to a field of Christmas trees, and you just have fun with your kids. Okay. okay. And then um, one of the other things that we do is we, it, this was inadvertently a tradition. We call it puzzle season. And a lot of times for us, like Amy's mom comes into town, and we don't really do puzzles during the year. But then for whatever reason, it started a couple of years ago around Christmas with Amy's mom in town and we're all hanging out, we break out puzzles. And, and so like today or no yesterday, we, we broke out the, a puzzle. It's like, Oh, here's the start of puzzle season. And we will, we will do puzzles from, from yesterday until probably new year's. And then we will put them all away and we won't do a puzzle again until next Christmas. But, um, yeah, puzzle for whatever reason. We're we're big puzzlers during Christmas. I don't Mira would love that. Mira would fall right in line with that. Just send her on down. That's All fine. Right. All yeah. right. We yeah. have a spare bedroom. <laughs> She'll love it. She will. <laughs> what other what other traditions do you have? Um, look, um coming up to Christmas, um oh you know what? Um um, coming up to Christmas, um, we have some things that we bake. We're not big on baking chocolate chip, like, or, like Christmas cookies. Um, that wasn't like a thing um, with my family, although like our family did it, so they shared it with us kind of thing. But my mom passed down this tradition um, to make sausage bread. Um, it was like this like Italian recipe where you literally like make the dough from scratch and you let it rise and then right. Um, and you punch it and, um, have like add this like sausagey, cheesy, saucy mixture. And then you sort of roll it up like a jelly wait, roll. Wait, sausagey, cheesy mix. Go on, please. And continue. Yeah. Like you, <laughs> you, um, cook the sausage, you like fry it and like get all the fat, you know, as much as you can out of it. But then you spread it with, you put sauce in it and you put Parmesan cheese. And so it's just sort of like this bread filling and you <sighs> spread Spread it so evenly on the dough, and then you roll it like a jelly roll, so it looks like swirls mm. on the inside. Uh huh. All and, right. And then you cook it, you bake it, and it, it's like you bake like four of these rolls. They're they're like a foot long, if not more, and you eat them for days before Christmas and on Christmas Day and whatever's left after that. Um, and you know, it was interesting because my ex-husband, he had not something entirely dissimilar. He had his own, um, he's part Armenian. They had something called Bigia and cheese bread. And, um, we did, um, stop, don't correct my notes. <laughs> Keep going. I didn't know he was, um, I didn't know Matt, or he was part Armenian. Yeah, Matt's part Armenian. Yeah, so, um. Are we allowed um, to say his name? Yeah, we can say his name. Yeah. Okay. Um, and he, um, he had this, like, beautiful, it's like cheddar, it's like, it, it's a flat, it's a flatbread, um, and they put fennel in it. It's delicious. And then they have this sort of, like, cheesy onion mixture that they spread thinly, like, kind of like a pizza, but it's pan, it's pan-shaped, or, like, cookie-shaped, um, shaped. Um, and then, like, you bake that, um, like a pizza, and cut it, like, right out of the oven, and then you slather butter on top of it. It mm. is amazing so like from i don't know december 20th to like the first day of january it's like we just eat bread and it's amazing <sighs> it's so you're, good you're, you're speaking my love language i know i know <laughs> i know i know <laughs> we, we 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 started an interesting food tradition too last year mm -hmm. So it's a new, it's like... <clears throat> I love new traditions. Yeah, it's definitely, we literally last year was the first year we did it. And um, last year for Christmas, because we usually, we, we have people over Christmas Eve, we have people over Christmas Day, and, you know, we're big cooks. And so Christmas Eve, we do a big cook. Mm -hmm. And 
Christmas Day. Um, not not to say anything bad about the people who come over on Christmas Day. We still love them wholeheartedly, mm-hmm. but we're just kind of tired. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> Can you imagine and, people that celebrate Boxing Day? I just can't. I oh cannot. Gosh. And uh. and so what we did last year is we actually went to a local uh, Japanese sushi and hibachi place. Yum. yum, yum and yum, yum, we yum. we went. We had hibachi for Christmas, and it was the first time we did it. And we absolutely were like, we're doing this every year from now on. And mm-hmm. we, we almost forgot about it this year because we're like, oh, okay, what, we're going to cook Christmas Eve. We came up with the Christmas Eve menu. What are we going to cook Christmas Day? And we're going through, like, oh, we could do this. And, and I go, wait a second, hibachi. We don't, <laughs> we don't have to cook on Christmas because this is our new thing. And, the, um, and, the, and we're obviously not sponsored by anyone, but Sakura in Athens, they are amazing. And that's where we go for our Christmas Day hibachi, and it is delicious. And there is something there for. And my kids are super picky eaters. Mm-hmm. And literally, the la- we went there, and everyone got something to eat, and everyone was happy. And that alone is a Christmas miracle. And um, <laughs> it is, it is. Yeah, and and so after after our experience last year, we're like, okay, we're doing this every year from now on. So that's. Yeah. That's our new uh, that's new holiday tradition. Great, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and what about um? Tell me about your elf. Go ahead. Go ahead. The elf. Yes. Like the movie. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. Or are you talking do... about the Christmas elf? Do you we do will... that? We do. We have. We have. We don't have the elf on the shelf. We have the Christmas. The magic. I don't even know what it's called. I just need to know. So say that again. I do not participate in the elf on the shelf. Yeah. So the elf on the shelf, like you're not supposed to touch it and stuff. We have the like the magic Christmas elf or something, which the kids can play with. Mm-hmm. And the, the only reason we do it is because a uh, long time ago, long time ago, in my kids' views, those seven years ago or whatever, mm-hmm. my mom bought them for the kids. Mm-hmm. And we've done it every year since. So my my daughter is old enough now. Um, we haven't brought her elf out in like three years because mm-hmm. reality and older kids and whatever. Yeah. Um, Declan is still young enough to where he's like, where's George? George is the elf's name. Yes. Um, so yes, we do have the, the whole elf thing. And, and this year it's been kind of lackluster. Um, but he enjoys it and it's like, whatever, but on the, <clears throat> what Angela is referring to is the show notes and every year we have to watch elf, the, the elf movie mm-hmm. and Christmas vacation. See, we have very different ones. That's so funny. Okay. What do you watch? Um, Rudolph. Um, again, um, wait, wait, I'm, like the old school. Yeah. With stop Obama animation? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice. Do you do uh, the, uh, toy, the, 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 was it the land of misfit toys as well? Yes. Nice. You're yep. old school. So old school. You're I like mean, 80 if, years old. What's I know. <laughs> I know. I mean, and that doesn't like continue on with the theme, like um, a Christmas story. Both of those. Yeah. A Chris, yeah. Christmas story is hard to find because um, we're cable cutters, so we don't have like actual TV. And for like the past, I don't know, 3000 years, TNT owns a Christmas story. Yeah. And so, unless you own it on DVD or Blu-ray or whatever, you're not allowed to watch it unless you have cable. That's craziness. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, like the TNT. I mean, for as I mean, as long as I can remember, I'm 37. I'm somewhere around there. I don't know. (laughs) Um, Like ever since I was 18, TNT has been doing Christmas Day. They'll they'll play a Christmas story for 24 hours. Yeah, yeah. And apparently, like that's uh, I tried to find it on Hulu and and Netflix and Amazon Prime, and it's like no, you have to watch it on the TNT TNT app. That is insanity. So I mean, we had an easy time watching both of them and finding them both in Australia. Um, and before that, I think we probably owned them. So, but my sister has cable. We're with her. I'm sure we'll figure it out. It'll be fine. Yeah. It'll be fine. Yeah. 
Well, you just turn on TNT. Right. What right. other movie was it? Christmas Story. What else? Just that. Um, just okay. Rudolph and, and Christmas Story. Rudolph, yeah. 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 We're big. We're big elf people. The the Will Ferrell movie. It's just That's... a great, solid movie. Is it? I I okay. Have you never seen it? I mean, parts of it. I'm not. Maybe I need to. I'm not gonna knock it. I'll not knock it because I it's, just don't. It's I just it's don't a know. it's a good solid Christmas movie. Um, it's just yeah, that's it. It's 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 got everything in it. It's got you know the sort of. I'm not no. Just just watch it. it, it Elf is like might be one of the most perfect Christmas movies ever. Okay. So. Okay. We'll get back to Christmas movies we later. Will. Yeah. Um, oh, believe Sam. We will. <laughs> that, that seems uh, kind of harsh. I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> I mean, let's all get passionate. <laughs> um, I will say that I will knock the elf on the shelf. I know it's a very big thing here. I participated yeah. into it until I moved. And then we just coincidentally forgot the elf because I was really, really right. tired of him. And you know what? Best day of my life. I am so glad I do not do Elf on the Shelf. It was yeah. too hard, too much of a thing, and I am into simplicity, and it is a gift to not have that thing in my house. When we yeah. got back, and you can see them, they're all you know for sale. We go into the grocery store, they're there, and the kids are like, can we have Elf on the Shelf again? I'm like, no. <laughs> He's no, I don't moved want that on to other children. I don't. I don't. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. I'm holding the it, fort down. I'm, I'm no, 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 no. <laughs> All right. So one more uh, thing as far ahead. as, um, the night before gift. So the night before, oh, yeah. um, um, do you do that? We do. We, we, two presents. One is pajamas and one is one okay. gift. Yeah. See, we, we, we did that a couple times. That wasn't, I ne neither, neither my wife and I grew up with because that seems to be like a i don't know if it's regional but it's definitely a family thing like yep. a lot of there it's you either do it or you don't and we, we never grew up with that either right. one of us and so we're just not we weren't used to it we've done it a couple times because her mom will come into town or you know my parents are divorced so we always have one on one day one on one on the other and and so we did it a couple times just because we had different people like oh yeah you can open up a gift and I don't know if we're gonna do it this year. Mm -hmm. It's 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 not like it's not a solid tradition for us. It's something we've done. Right. But like so why? I guess from someone who who didn't grow up with it, like I don't want to say what's the point, but like is it just anticipation? It like, is. Why it is. Like it? as you were a kid, as I was a kid, it was like okay, give her just one because I couldn't make it. I couldn't make okay. it. You know. Okay, so yeah, that makes sense. Mm -hmm. It's fun. It's definitely fun. It's fun to see them get excited, you know. Yeah, because it's it's Christmassy, and like, there's nothing about Christmas Eve except for like baking cookies and leaving milk out. I know. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's yeah, it is nice to have something like, hey, it's Christmas Eve. Let's do something fun, you know, right? sort of the thing. All right. And how, what's your Christmas day like? Um, so a long time ago, we so <clears throat> when we, when my wife and I first got married, and we had Anna, our eldest daughter, we her she's your mom, only daughter. Yeah, our only daughter, and we only have two kids. Mm -hmm. Um, so I had my mom, my dad, who were divorced. So that's two two separate houses. And then her mom was living in Georgia. She doesn't live in Georgia anymore, but she lived in Georgia then. Her sister lived in another place. And um, her dad still lives in Louisiana, so that wasn't really a factor. But then my family has like this – my family is really close. We have this big to-do every Christmas. Yeah. And so literally when we first got together, Christmas was – like this really stressful sort of we have to be at three different places you know on the same day it was like no and eventually we got to the point it's like okay look we're gonna do a christmas at our house if people want to come fine we right. will feed them we will gift them 
we will enjoy the day with them. And that worked out really well for a long time. Nice. And um, and now the new thing is um, my dad comes over Christmas Eve. Sometimes we go to her sister's house, who also lives in Georgia, Christmas Eve. And my dad goes over there. And then Christmas Day, my mom comes over. We don't do the, like, the big family, because my family is massive. I am I'm the... God, I gotta do the, I gotta do so much math in this episode. I'm the <laughs> the fifth oldest of like twenty six grandchildren, and okay. we all we all lived we we grew up together, and and so Christmas when my grandparents were alive, Christmas was like this big to do, and everyone had to go, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but we don't. They're all dead now, and we don't have to do that anymore. So it's like. And there's been splinters in the family and whatever, whatever. Um, but yeah, like the big family to do, like we don't even go to anymore. We haven't done that in probably four years. Okay. So day of, we wake up, we have our coffee, we open our gifts with our kids, and Amy's mom is is sitting there playing. Um, what's that game? Um, What's that game all the old people play on tablets? On tablets? Yeah. I don't it's, know. It's the the <laughs> fruit. I don't, I don't know. It doesn't matter. She'll Louise is awesome. I love Louise. Yeah. Um but she'll you know, she'll hang out with us and open up her presents and she'll watch the kids and we'll have a good time and um and then my mom comes over and we cook. Or no, no, we don't cook anymore. That's right. We we do hibachi, and um, and we just hang out. It's just it's just a it's just a hangout fest. It's like we're you know in college again or something. We just yeah. hang out, drink, and have a good time. What do you nice. do, Dave? I mean, we had no family in Australia, so it was always like oh, right. sad and like weird. <laughs> Gosh, <laughs> that doesn't sound good. I mean, You're but like we go to the beach and down. that was okay. I know, um, but then we go to the beach and it would be fine. We watch some boat races. Be there, that would be good. Um, this year we're gonna be with family for the first time in um, uh, five years. You're going um, back to Virginia, right? I am. I am. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, we so got happy all, for we, you. Everyone was quarantined. I feel like I need to say this because I feel like the eye roll is coming. Right. I am so pro quarantine. I am so stay in the house. I have these kids. They could be at school and I have them like virtual learning for the reason that I just felt like we needed to be safe enough for it to be around my family. Right. Um, so we just got COVID tests, even though we don't leave and we will go there and no one in my sister's family leaves anything, you know, and, um, we're going to go there and, and do this as safely as we possibly can. Um, nice. And, like, you know, that is um, spirited because um, it's been so long. You know, I, I don't want to go a sixth year without my family. Oh, we came gosh. back to be with family, and it is yeah. absolute torture to not have seen them, been with them. I have a nephew that is just over a year old, and I'm watching him change through Facebook. I want to go mm. to my family. So Wait, we're just all trying to do the best The most important question Mm-hmm. Does he have chubby cheeks? He's so cute. I can't take it. You yes. gotta, you gotta kiss those chubby cheeks. He's you so you cute. You can't He's kiss chubby cheeks baby. over Facebook. I, I know. Mm. Well, I'm, ha- I'm, I'm, I'm happy that you're back in the states and. Thank you. You get to have Christmas with your family. I'm that's so really, happy. That's really, that's really awesome. Yeah, it is. It's really good. Mm. So yeah, that's that. Alrighty, so. And my sister is huge on music, constantly in her house. Yeah, absolutely huge. Um, That's a super awesome segue. <laughs> I just did it. Did you see how that worked out? What? That was awesome. Yeah. I'm such a professional. So, so we, I wanted to talk about because this came up at my work. I have a super awesome buddy at work. His name's Edmund, and Edmund is approximately ten years older than I am. So there's a bit of a cultural difference. So, you know, I give him crap for 80s music and he gives me crap for 90s music. And and <clears throat> recently, because it's Christmas time, you know, Christmas songs are all abound. And, uh, and it happens to be that his absolute favorite Christmas song 
mm-hmm. is my absolute hated Christmas song. Mm-hmm. And that is Little Drummer Boy. Yep. Yep. I yep. I absolutely it's also it's also my mother in law's favorite Christmas song. It is it might be the worst song ever. It is it wow. is it is such a horrible song. And only because he asked me like, why don't you like this song? I'm like, because it's annoying. All the prum pum pums, like every single line, prum pum pum pum, prum pum pum. It's it's. Oh, I I I just I want to throw. Stuff. And then um, talking about Edmund. So we were talking about Christmas songs, and one of well, another one of his favorites is uh, "Do They Know It's Christmas Time at All." which is like a, a Band-Aid song from the 80s. Okay. And I'm like, I don't think I've ever heard that. He's like, how have you yeah, not heard this? It's know. like it, it, they play it all the time. And so he pulls it up on YouTube, and he starts playing it. And we're we're doing work. And it's, it's silent work, so I'm listening to the song, and I'm like, oh, yeah, I've, I've never heard this song. But I think I know why. And he's like, why? And I go, because it's horrible. This is a really bad song. Mm-hmm. Like it's just no. <laughs> but anyway, do you have any uh, most hated or most loved Christmas songs? I don't hate Christmas songs. I'm no? not a Scrooge like you. <laughs> <laughs> um, look, I like I can't deny it. Like I'm pretty predictable. Like the Mariah, all I want for Christmas. Like. I can't get enough of that song. That thing comes on and I'm like, it's Christmas! I, I mean, just love that's it. a really good song, though. It's brilliant in every way. And I'm not sure I like that chick now, right now. I don't know. She's a weirdo. But she's so weird. Oh, God. I, I don't know. But I love her. Oh, man. Like, don't go hunting. It's not worth your it's not <laughs> time. But that is not that does not sway me in any way. I absolutely, absolutely love that Christmas song. It is okay. It, it just grabs me every time. I always, whenever I think about that song, I think about the um, the the school performance in Love Actually, mm-hmm. where um, they, they they play that song, and then and then she points. She points to the ki- the kid playing the drummer, the or the yep. drummer, and he's like, "Cause all oh, of Christmas is you," and he's like, "Yeah," and then she goes, "And you, and you," and his face just turns to like, "Wait a second. <laughs> 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 but no, that that's a really that's a really good Christmas song. Yep, oh, thank you. I mean, it's it's been number one for I think a while now. Forever, like she's made a fortune on that thing. Yeah, you know? and it's. The, the thing about Christmas songs, which is always interesting to me, is that there's really no new ones. Yeah. You know, but that was, that came out, I mean, she wrote that song. It was 94 or something like that. Mm-hmm. So that's that's a really good Christmas song. It and is. it's it's modern. You know, it's not white Christmas or whatever. Right, it's new tradition, but like every yeah. you know, it's in it's everywhere. It's in everyone's homes. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I will admit... And it, it's it's hard for me to say, given the the past couple of years, um, baby, it's cold outside. Yes. Despite the rapey vibes. Mm, yes. It's a pretty it's it's a good song. I hate to say it. I don't I don't want to be that guy, but like the groove of the song, you know, like I, I just if it wasn't so rapey. It, it's it's a it's a damn good song. It really is. I hate to say it. That's just it is. And I know um um she and him, Zoe De Chanel, her band, they did oh, a version. So good. Yeah. They did a version where they flipped it, and then I believe Joseph Gordon Levitt and Lady him. Gaga. Yeah, he's super cool. Oh, they did. A, I think what, is their version flipped? I think their version is flipped. Um. But anyway, there's, you know, there's modern versions of that song where they flip the roles, which doesn't make it any less rapey, obviously. <laughs> um, but it is it is still a little bit um, tolerable, I guess. Mm-hmm. But um, I've always loved that song and I don't want to rape anyone. 
you oh know, but it's it's a good song. Yep. <laughs> yep. This is the guy like last week when we did the um the gambit of the queen, I had to say that chick was pretty. This is a very good man, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. Yeah. You're welcome. Um so I think are are we ready for this last segment? Oh god. Go. Just go. Just go, are you, man. Are you sure? I mean, so, I don't know. All you can do is walk through the storm. <laughs> <laughs> there is a storm afoot. So You don't know what you're about to get into, people. <laughs> I'm going to pull up a pillow. Just lay here. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, God. No, you aren't. Don't be like that. Maybe. You have opinions, too. And I believe in your opinions. I do have opinions. <laughs> Mainly have because they're, strong the, opinions, they're, the, they're the same as mine. So um, They are. I def- uh, yeah. I'm definitely the, the odd. About it. I'm definitely the odd guy out in this argument because. So I, th- I it's been like the last. Oh, wait, I'm gonna argue the the opposing side, correct? Right, because okay. you you have you have a friend who has. I have a man friend. You have a man friend who has given you talking points. Yeah, I gotta pull it up on my phone. Yep, I'm ready. I'm yeah. Ready. Yep. So, um. Even though the movie came out in 1988, it's been like the past maybe three or four years that people have claimed that Die Hard is a Christmas movie. Do you guys think it's a Christmas movie? Do you? So, a lot of people think Die Hard is a Christmas movie. It's only been the past couple years that this was even a thing. Like, I don't understand. It's The movie came out in 1988. And it was literally like 20 years later when people are like, Die Hard's a Christmas movie. And yes, it takes place on Christmas Eve. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But the whole point of the movie has nothing to do with Christmas. Like, yeah. you could take Christmas out of that movie. Preach. And it, it has no, it Christmas has no bearing on the plot of that movie. That's what people beg to differ, but preach. Go ahead. Right. It's it's just like it just doesn't like you you could if you took like if if you were to describe Die Hard to someone oh yeah these Germans take over this tower um, of this really rich Japanese company and they they use it to rob a bank or rob the 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 tower mm-hmm. like nothing about that is Christmas you know what I mean. Like if you were to if you were to take out everything Christmas because they do mention Christmas. You're taking There's it Christmas too literally tree. for people that believe this is a Christmas movie. Also a religious allegory. Yeah, you know. The religious allegory. We might not have time for that because obviously I'm I'm not religious. Um, so we don't but, have time to talk about it because he's not religious. Wait, what's going on? I mean, we can talk about it. I just don't know how long this episode is going to be. Yeah, um, we'll, go, we'll go quick. Like when I go ahead. Yeah. Well, just if you take away the Christmas elements from Die Hard, the movie doesn't change. Like you could sure. put that movie at any any in January or July or March. Like nothing about the movie changes. Where if you take like the Santa Claus with Tim Allen, like that's a Christmas movie. It's about Santa Claus become or about a character named Scott Calvin becoming. The, you can't put the Santa Claus in July, and it makes sense. Like it's just you know what I mean. But I think the argument is that when you watch Die Hard, people talk about it mostly like Christmas movies at Christmas. You know, no one's talking about Die Hard in July. No one's talking about Die Hard in July because it's a bad movie that was made in the 1980s. Every person that loves Die Hard, which is many, is like cringing <laughs> right now. And I'm not one of them because I don't like love action movies. Like, I don't love like the superhero-y kind of whatever uh-huh. but i'm just saying like people love that movie no they do and it, it's it's not a bad movie it's when i when i rewatched when when i rewatched it for this podcast um i last tried week, that i fell asleep yeah you fell asleep <laughs> which i think is very telling um <laughs> like so, so fast asleep but yeah okay go ahead <laughs> so like when i rewatched it I, I haven't seen that movie probably since I was 12 or 13. So it's been a long time. And the script is horrible. It is a horrible script. Like some of the lines in it are just, I just want to slap. It's like facepalm, you know, like, oh gosh, 
Uh, it's, mm-hmm. it's 1980s. It's it does, scary. It does it's not. The yeah, it does not hold the test of time whatsoever. Regardless no, it does of what not. You say. It does not. I mean, granted, the action scenes. Okay, cool. You know, the the movie as a whole is fine, but when you start to nitpick it, which is what you need to do to make it a Christmas movie, uh, it doesn't hold up at all. Um, <laughs> <laughs> But yeah. so you you have arguments from from your from your man friend. My man friend, yeah. yeah, he's really passionate about this. And when we watch this, when we quote unquote watch this together for research, because I didn't remember much of it, I was eight when this thing came out. Um, I <clears throat> fell asleep, so he just was left to watch it on his own but he already had drawn some conclusions and is very passionate about the fact that this is a christmas movie just because it's an allegory for the story of jesus so he's basically (laughs) comparing that dude what's his name uh john mcclain but he goes john mcclain yep roy yes yes roy he's comparing roy to jesus and like my man friend my boyfriend he's not He's not religious, um, but he he does see you know like you have this story of Jesus and how he was blue collar and hardworking and um, like was a pillar for honesty and like walked up hills to show people that you know like there was greed and and um you know all these things and and um, like he was the sacrifice and in this case you know like Roy is um is um is you know the sacrifice to make things right um and you know then there's all these cutaways to christmas the entire time so you have the christmasy feeling and you also have this allegory about you know jesus and um you know for him that's like the perfect mix um yeah so my only my thing about that is if that's going to be your definition of a christmas movie then so, like, I, I did research. Die Hard was never intended to be a Christmas movie. It was never intended to be a Messiah story either. So, if you're going to loop, if you're going to say Die Hard is a Christmas movie, then you have to look at movies like The Matrix, which is actually an allegory for Christ. Like, it was written that way. And you have to say, okay, The Matrix is now a Christmas movie. But Which doesn't make any sense. There's no Christmas music and there's not a Christmas tree. But it, but but that's not. And if there was, then it would be a Christmas movie because you need those... both of it. Definitively, you need both of those things, or just Santa to but... become. You need the warm and fuzzy, right? Right. There's warm and fuzzy in the Matrix, but to have those stipulations, sure. <laughs> like if the stipulations are. A Messiah story, which I will not get into the history of Christmas right now as a non-religious person, but if the stipulations are a Jesus story, then The Matrix is a Christmas movie. It doesn't have Christmas music or a Christmas tree. You need (laughs) that. You're all gonna. You're either gonna go all gummy Santa, or you're gonna have the Christmas tree, or the Christmas music, with an action hero movie, and then therefore it is a Christmas movie. Well, then what about Iron Man three? I didn't watch that thing. Go ahead. Yeah. yeah. So Iron Man three. So Iron Man three actually has more of evidence to to say it's a Christmas movie. I will still say it's not a Christmas movie. It is Christmas time. It is take place in December. They mentioned Christmas a couple times. There are Christmas lights in the background. And then one of the characters, and this is the difference, is Die Hard was never intended to be a Christmas movie. It was never written to be a Christmas movie. But, uh, Iron Man you know, 3, when you read that, okay. Go ahead. When you read that article, it says things, other, like it doesn't say necessarily otherwise, but you can see how it can be, like it's evolved in that way to for people. Beauty is in the eye of the beholder. It's subjective, right? So sure. if it is, it is. But then that means Matrix is a Christmas movie. No, because people no. don't actually think that. But I don't know why. So, okay. Let me, Ooh, let me, maybe Deep is like starting a thing where it's actually a Christmas movie, The Matrix. 
Hold on. Let me, let me, okay, I'm going to finish my thought on Iron Man 3. Go ahead. And I'm going to come back to Die Hard. So Iron Man 3, the, the character of Harley, the little kid, was actually written as an adaptation of The Ghost of Christmas Past. So what are we, what are we arguing about here? Whether Die Hard and Iron Man th- movies like Die Hard, like Iron Man 3, are Christmas movies. Yeah, uh-huh. Yeah, even though even though there was an intention of this character being the ghost of Christmas past mm-hmm. in a movie that takes place during Christmas, I will still argue against Iron Man three being a Christmas movie because it's not. Because again, <laughs> if you if you if you take the 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 very subtle Christmas elements out of the movie, the movie doesn't change. Yeah, like the movie. That that's I guess that's the thing to me. Like you can't if you can have the movie, if you can explain the movie without saying, Oh yeah, Christmas or Santa or whatever, then it it's not a Christmas movie. Yeah. So going going back to Die Hard, you said something, I can't remember what it was now. <laughs> All good. Dead air. It's bad. <laughs> it's bad. I yeah. mean, Die Hard was never intended to be a Christmas movie, and what I think is, is that four or five years ago, which again, this movie came out in 1988. Which does that have any bearing? Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. No, it does have. A, it has bearing to do with when Die Hard became a Christmas movie, quote unquote. Because it's only been within the last four or five years. I think what it is, is that there are fans of Die Hard. And uh-huh. it's, it's not a bad movie. It's, it's not a bad movie. But there are fans of Die Hard who are like... It's it, like the people who argue that Die Hard is a Christmas movie. I don't think they argue it wholeheartedly. I don't think it's a, a genuine... Like, because it isn't a Christmas movie. But no, people are my like, man friend oh. is super genuine. Like, it's a big deal to him. I, I don't believe him. <laughs> is, he is so I, passionate about this. Like, it's unreal. But the thing, the thing is, I've never met anyone who grew up watching Die Hard as a Christmas movie. It's only been the past three or four years. I, okay. I have experienced someone <laughs> that really does watch this on Christmas seasons and believes wholeheartedly that this is a Christmas movie and for aforementioned reasons. I mean, I guess that's what this comes down to. And, I, you know, to simplify, it's a Christmas movie if you want it to be. And there are Christmas elements included in that. Yeah. And, you know, I watch A Christmas Story and Rudolph, and to me that is not negotiable those are very christmas things but eh, they are you know like it's it's not um it can't it's so concrete whereas this is right you know um you know left to the person to decide and um yeah i mean there are people that deeply deeply believe that this is a christmas movie i i think i think maybe that's the difference is you know my mom always used to tell me when i was trying to make a decision if you don't know, don't do it. Right. And it's kind of the same thing. So you have movies like Elf. You have movies like uh, The Christmas Chronicles, Santa Claus. Like these are no, if anyone says these aren't Christmas movies, you're just like, okay, you're an idiot. Go away. Mm-hmm. When it comes to movies like Die Hard and Iron Man 3, and I love Iron Man 3. I, I, I believe Iron Man 3 despite everyone else's opinions, is the best Iron Man movie. But it's not a Christmas movie. So if, if you have to make an argument to the masses on whether or not a movie is a Christmas movie, it's probably not a Christmas movie. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Like, <laughs> You're justifying, you, sure, sure. It, yeah, if you don't know, it probably isn't. All right, let's go with that. You know? I'll get my man friend. You guys can have a chat about it. Let's see. <laughs> That's fun. But I'll for talk to today's your man episode, let's just 
today's well, episode, I mean, you, you've argued well, yeah. for for your man friend, but you don't think Die Hard is a Christmas movie, do you? Um, I don't like action movies so much. Yeah. So, like, I can't get past it because it doesn't give me my, me my warm and fuzzy. Right. Um, like, I just need it to be so gummy and stupidly Christmas to really kind of cross that barrier. Yeah. Right. But, like, I'm so talented because I can argue both sides. <laughs> you are. I, I, I can't do that. Yeah, I, would, <laughs> I would be horrible in debate club because I'd be like, you, you, someone would tell me, you have to debate this. I'd be like, but that's wrong. Yep. Yeah. I can't do that. Yeah. All right. Well, should we move on to our obsession of the week? Sure. What's your uh, obsession of the week? Um, well, it turned 40. Yeah. On Thursday. You were at yeah. my birthday party, my virtual was. Zoom. It was so nice to see you. Um, and see all my friends, and that was really great. I think I'm going to go with just, like, the spirit of that, you know, like... Um, what does this next year look like? How do I feel? Do I feel differently? Um, what can I provide out into the world? And like, you know, in COVID times. Um, so like I really, stop it. I really like cheese. I've eaten a lot of cheese also. So cheese is amazing. I love it's cheese. so good. I, I was eating this triple cream cheese and like, I think about it all the time and I, I, it's, it's a big deal to me. <laughs> I can't. So our, our, I really love our obsession of the week, mm-hmm. and I've never brought up cheese because cheese is always my obsession. Yep. So it, it's just a non-compete, I guess. Have you ever? One day had... we're gonna eat cheese together. <laughs> I'm so excited. Have you ever? Um, speaking of cheese, do, can you get a hold of Kerry Gold Dubliner cheese? Um, I have Kerrygold cheese in my, but it's a sharp cheddar. I'm, I'm sure I can. Okay. Yeah. You should, you should look for the Dubliner. Okay. What kind Dub- of cheese is it? It's, it's like its own little thing. It's kind of a Parmesan, but kind of a cheddar. Is it the same? Ooh. It's, it's weird. Ooh. Dubliner cheese. I'm going to find that. Oh my gosh. That, that might be my end all be all favorite cheese ever. Try and find find that. Do you put it on a cracker? What do you eat it with? Oh, no, I just eat it. I just eat it. Yeah. No, I just cut slices off of it. I do. I do. So in my family, um, I'm the risotto maker. Mm -hmm. And I do. I will make risotto. risotto. Do you? I do. That's awesome. Um, I do make risotto with Dubliner a lot. Ugh. Um, yeah, if you can, if you can find it, I, I just get it and enjoy the shit out of it. It is amazing. Deal. And you, what is your obsession of the week? Um, this week I actually have, I got off early on Friday and we've had Saturday and Sunday where we would record on Sundays and then I have the whole next week off for Christmas and I have all these projects, and I've already started on some. And it's just getting, you know, we're still recently moved into this house. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And just getting things done in my shop. I just, you know, that's He's a making bit, his man cave, guys. Yeah. Well, I don't like the term man cave. I don't like, Sorry. Uh, yeah. Because everyone's welcome. I don't care if you have a penis or not. You're welcome in my man cave. Okay, but that doesn't mean it's not your man cave. I just called it a man cave. <laughs> it doesn't. I mean, that's like your stuff, it's your hobbies, it's your passions are all in a yeah, room that's collected. It doesn't know. mean a like a woman can't walk in there, you know what I mean? Well, yeah. I guess I guess I'm like I, do, I don't I man cave sounds so like a uh, prejudice to me. <laughs> this is me. Like, Angela, you're a woman. You're allowed in my shop. You know what I mean? I can't wait. I'm coming. Okay. Coming in there. So. But, yeah, that, that that's my session. Just getting getting stuff done. Getting stuff set up and, and uh, ready to go. Yeah. Yeah. So. That Speaking was it. Speaking of which, we're at 59 minutes, man. We Sweet. Go. 
This is, we, we're not waffling anymore, right? We're trying to keep this manageable. I knew this episode was going to be long. <laughs> Especially with your passions associated with certain ch- subjects. Yeah, and I think yeah. it's time for me to go because someone is... I So we have a basement in our new house, and someone, I believe, is literally throwing things down the stairs. Is that that noise? Yeah, I don't... I mean, I guess it's my wife. <laughs> so... I don't know what's going on, but I should probably get off. Wow. Whoa. Um, <laughs> this is amazing. <laughs> I need to know what's happening here. <laughs> I'll tell you next time. Okay. okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right, everyone. Thanks for listening. Merry Christmas. Happy Christmas. Merry Christmas, happy. I, I, I prefer happy Christmas. That's because you like British people. I know, right? Yeah. Oh, well. Wow. We're in the same boat. We are. All right. I like American people, too, in their Christmases. And Aussie I mean, people. And all the people. Uh, happy holidays to everybody. <laughs> to everyone. To everyone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Here's the outro music. Cool. Bye. Bye. If you like what you hear, please subscribe to the podcast and tell a friend about us. Give us a review on Apple Podcasts and Google Play to let others know what other people are missing out on. Be sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Let's Get a Drink Sometime. Thanks for spending time with us. Come back and check us out again. We'll see you around.